Everything bad happens in April. Or so I thought. It was a chill Tuesday morning in April when Agnes came and sat all the kids down around the circle. It was just me, Raul, Alexis, and Anais. Two of us, which probably would never really truly understand what exactly what was going on. I remember she sat me down in a chair, looked me in my eyes, and said, Guys, we're going to go visit a foster home. Raul knew nothing, of course. He just blankly stared at her, nodded his head. He was an obedient kid. I, on the other hand, the moment she said foster home, it led me into this downward spiral in my brain. I was choked up, fist balled, ready for whatever action would come next. And there was definitely something coming next. Um, I can't remember exactly what I said, but I remember standing quickly from my chair, angry, no, you're not going to do this. I. I was breaking down. Everything felt like it was going to be bad. And even though I, I was a kid and I didn't truly understand the magnitude of what was happening, I, I still knew so there was just something up. I remember walking over to the tables where they were setting up for Easter and throwing cupcakes at her, angry, screaming running down the halls um, away from Magnus. I, I didn't want her to take me. Where the fuck were we going, right? I, I needed to get out. Where? Anywhere. Back to my room. Back into that little space that my family called home for the first few months there. It wasn't much. A room. A fridge. We were homeless. It was our everything. And for me... It was sort of a sanctuary, at least for Magnus. Um, So I ran down, opening the door, flinging open the metal. I'm not sure when somebody called the cops, but they were called. And next thing I know, my hands were behind my back and I was screaming and thrashing about, you can't take me, you can't take me. I was only nine. I was upset, I was angry. I think the full extent of my rage was felt then. I remember being sat on the curb. You know, and Agnes called in another social worker and Agnes told her, my mom that is, please get all her belongings. Calm her down, something. But my mom, of course, the petty person she was, just stood there facing away from us and simply mentioned to Agnes, I'm not going to calm her down. You made her like this. You're doing this. You're taking my kids away from me. And so there I was on the curb, angry, confused, frantic, were just so many emotions going through my head. Um, it was a lack of certainty for me what exactly was going on. 
Eventually, my mom came and brought me a bag of my things, just two outfits um, and a teddy bear. That was all I had back then. We weren't rich by any means, and I'd rotate through the same three outfits over and over again. I didn't know any better. It was neglect, they said. I remember getting in the car, kicking, screaming, punching. The social worker that was taking me was much different than Agnes. She was quiet, and she just sat there well. We rode to the place we were supposed to go to. I remember there was like a fork in a road, kind of on the freeway, where one entered the freeway and one went straight down. And I remember looking over my shoulder and watching as my brothers and sisters went the opposite direction from me. Now, I'm not sure what really could have changed those turn of events. It happened. And for the next four to five years, that moment would replay in my mind over and over and over again. Why? Because every piece of family that I had left was apart from me. My dad, he could care less about me. My mother, on drugs, she was a frantic mess. My brothers and sisters, they were just in a different home. I'd spend the next three years crying, hurt, because they told me that I would never see my brothers and sisters again. And for somebody who constantly looked after them, right? My, my mother was always gone, doing whatever she needed to do. And I was there with my brothers and sisters. Essentially, it felt like the guy was their mom. I had a few siblings. Raul, Anais, Alexis. I still talk to Anais sometimes on Instagram. She's the only one I really do talk with. I haven't spoken to Raul in many, many years. In fact, I'm convinced that he hates me. And Alexis, my sweet, sweet baby sister who was autistic, I never really saw her again. I still hold faith, of course, that one day we will be reunited and make up for lost time. But the older and older I get, I realize that those chances are becoming slimmer and slimmer. I cried for them every month of my life for five years while I was in the group homes. I wanted nothing more than to be with my brothers and my sisters. They were my everything. I'd pray that they were happy, 
and healthy. And that even though I was probably not even a thought in their mind that they were still living the life that they wanted, even though I wasn't so happy. I realized time and time again that is a common factor in my life that it used to truly bother me and be a main source of my depression. I would be so upset, so sad, and I'd worry myself thinking about the other people in my life. My mother, my father, my brothers and sisters. Even going as far as to wishing their happiness at the cost of mine. I'm not sure when that changed. One day I just stopped caring just fizzled out. Every idea that I had of what love and family was was completely thrown out the window. And now, even as I stand here in my life, alone, yet ten toes down, I I just think it's really crazy to look back sometimes and kind of realize how far you are from the person you used to be.